Welcome to Ex Libris On Air and the stories behind the stories of today's literature and their authors. Greetings for Ex Libris On Air. This is J. Douglas Barker. The book has a startling title. Along came hell, or so I thought. And joining me is the author, Lois Young. Lois, welcome to the program. Thank you, Jay. This is a book of 220 pages, and it is a, I'll call it a biographical or a family a family sketch, uh, one that's troubling from the superficial observations. In fact, in your very first few pages, it says this, that with that simple announcement, and that was just from, I think, your daughter, the scarring re- heat of hell, uh, the searing heat of hell, along with the icy, deadly grip of winter entered my body. Uh, This story is one that needed to be told on several levels. Uh, Tell us a little of the title and what transpired that caused you to write it. The quote that you just had about the searing, the the cold and and the searing heat. The family was gathered in our our living room. My husband had just come back from our son's house, um, and he told me all the kids were coming over. And some of our kids live out of town. And I was sort of surprised. But I had had suspicions for several years of some of my husband's activities. And I just had a feeling that this night I was going to find out the truth. Yes. And so as we sat in the living room, my oldest son turned to his dad and said, Dad, you have something to tell us. Mm. And my husband said, um, I have been inappropriately touching the granddaughters. Ouch. And that what triggered that feeling and and that was hell it was just came and our life had seemed so perfect we were involved in prison ministry we were involved in christian organizations our kids were all active in their churches and now this and i thought what in the world my whole life has been turned upside down It took you twelve so, t- took you twelve years to to uh, recount this, and if I can use yes. the word regurgitate, I hate to use that, but I think that would be a descriptive uh, understanding of what transpired. Would that be, uh, all, you know, acceptable conversation between us? Yes, it took me a long time, and it was regurgitating. I could that first night, I as I was going over everything and I was just saying, what in the world is, is this other than hell? And I started remembering the good things that had happened and realized the Lord had been working all this time before this ever happened. And by, I just mean, just in prison ministry, I realized I knew what it was like for those men in prison, what my husband would be going through because I was concerned for him. And because as a child molester, you are in danger in prison. Mm. And that that affected me mentally, but then I realized how the the Christians in, in prison were treated and the importance of prison ministry. And I thought, okay, that was not who I was, is because that's what I identified myself at as a prison minister, is that was the boot camp for what was coming. Wow. And, and- so that's what it's... Um, so it went, but yeah, regurgitating. It took twelve years to write it because it was a slow process because of the pain. And I went back and read letters that he had written and thought about things that we 
we had done and the pain uh you know it was a regurgitating and it was a slow process and your writing this also was part of the healing process uh for you personally uh, you, you had right. i think from that point you uh, did enter some counseling is that correct and how long did that last it was only a year or so um, that I was in that I could remember because it turned to a point where I would go in and we'd end up just talking about my activities and there was no, um, I think the last session I had with her, she asked me the question, why are you protecting your husband? Ooh. And I thought, I'm not protecting him. And so we started talking, and I came to a realization that I was protecting myself. Mm. The 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 story itself takes again almost uh, over two hundred pages. Why so lengthy? Some people could uh, maybe recount the uh, activities and the uh, pain in shorter versions than that. What also transpired (laughs) that may have caused this to be a lengthy? Uh, a lengthy healing process for you in writing it. Well, it was just amazing. Okay, at the very beginning, my main prayer was, Lord, don't let me get so caught up in my emotions that I don't see your hand. Because that first night, the prayer was, we just claimed that Satan would love to use this to destroy a family, but God would use it for good. So my prayer was, don't let me get lost in the emotional aspect but let me see your hand and so it was over the next years my grandkids would say things that would just speak to me um i'm trying to figure everything out and my grandson about four years old explained to me why god created dinosaurs (laughs) (laughs) about how god created everything and then he made adam and eve and there was no room for houses because of all the trees and all the plants and all the animals so god made dinosaurs to chomp up all the trees and tear things up to make room for houses. And he figured it out all by himself, and he was so proud of himself. And that just spoke to me, is here I am trying to figure out what is going on, and I'm leaning on my own understanding, just like my grandson was. On a, he was a four-year-old. Mm. And that's how he understood it. And that's what I was trying to do, is taking take my knowledge, my understanding, and make sense of it. And I couldn't. And I didn't have to. And that's just over and over. My grandkids would share things with me. We'd do things. And the Lord would speak on, um, I'm always with you. Um, my granddaughter, first night in their brand new house, first time she had a bedroom all by herself without her brothers. And I said, was it scary being in your room all by yourself? And she laughed at me. And she said, not and my dad was just down the hall. <laughs> and that just hit me is. I feel alone, but I'm not. Mm. The Lord is with me. And so it was over a period of years, just this life experience, the Lord spoke to me, and it helped my healing. It helped my aloneness. Um, you even recount a, an incident when cutting the lawn in... Uh, in oh, yes, that. What came to mind during that incident? Okay, so I'm out. I had six acres, so I'm out on the mower, and I go to empty. Uh, this was one of the first mowings of the year. I go to empty the grass bags. And there's this snake skin on the pile from one of the big garter snakes around. And I'm fascinated with anything like that. So I put it on my lap, continue mowing. And I'd been thinking about just running away. 
not literally running away, but getting out of town, going to my dad's and sisters who lived in another state and leaving everything behind me. And here's that snake skin on my lap. And there again, just this awareness came that, am I going to molt like a snake did, or am I going to bolt? And I just kept thinking about that. And if I bolted, nothing would change. I still would have a fear of running into people in the grocery store that might see me and I felt shame. Um, but I needed to molt. I, am, I have to shed the old me and become the Lord has a purpose for me. And there's a future ahead. And I know I'm not involved in prison ministry anymore. I'm not involved in these other things anymore. But I have a purpose and I have to molt. I have to change. I have to grow. If I am going to um, survive in a healthy way. And so that started a process of getting involved with a watercolor class that a friend invited me to. Um, and by, it was just, it was amazing. Um, Have you always been a positive personality, uh, or has it always been related to your faith walk that's, uh, that's really challenged you and kept you grounded? Well, I grew up in a, in a Christian home, but my faith... It's been, it's been a process. It's not always been super strong. As a Right after I graduated from high school, I lived in Israel a year with a great aunt who was teaching over there. And it was an experience that I enjoyed, and I didn't realize till later the aid it would be in teaching classes when I got to be a Sunday school teacher and things. But it, it's been a, a, an ongoing molting process, and um, this experience just added on very rapidly to my walk. And yeah, it, it's, it's you, you still do you still feel that you're in a recovery scenario or have you uh, turned the corner? I've turned the corner, but I'm sort of being, I shouldn't say overwhelmed. It's new opportunities are coming for ministry. And I will say I am 80 years old. And so now I am... I'm leading Bible studies, and I am um, I'm going to a book festival in March in Tucson, and I don't know what's going to be happening. I'm going to be talking to people, answering questions, and I don't know what the Lord has in store. But when I wrote the book, the main reason was if I could reach one person and give one person hope in what they're going through, where they link think their life is completely turned upside down and there's no hope that there is hope but it takes work but it's possible and so if I could reach just one person and so that's what's happening now I don't know where it's going but it's it's exciting and I I don't have a clue where did you get the the not the idea for the book but the uh, the impression that you needed to share this in writing uh, was this something that um, uh, friends and relatives or people that knew your journey suggested to you or was this something that was an impulse or an inspiration from inside it was an impulse from inside the very first night my husband um admitted what he had done and i had been all these memories were coming and um a a daughter-in-law that i was aware that she had been molested as a child but that night she looked at my husband and she said let me tell you what it's like to be that little girl and then i started thinking of how she came to the point that she was able to share over the years and they were crazy situations of 
at a family reunion and and other things that will, would take time to explain. But I, when I realized that this wasn't really hell, that I just thought it was, and I thought I should write a devotional. And I had pictures of of the words of having to do with fear and things could be in red letters, some of them big, some of them very little, and the the good feelings, the good thoughts could be in, in green for life or yellow for joy. And then, so I got up in the middle of that night and got on my computer and started this fiddling around. And I realized, hey, I'm only a few hours into this and there's more here than would go in a small anything. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, it's going to have to be in a book form. But I didn't know why, but I just felt that it was a story because I had seen God's hand. Um, and so it's just, it was amazing. There's been some some major challenging, uh, challenging uh, things that have happened in your life. Your faith has been strengthened. Uh, that in, in itself is encouraging for anyone that will read this book. Were there other challenges in... Uh, Putting this together, I mean, it it could be looked at if I was on the superficial observation side, looking at this, say, boy, I don't know that that sounds like a story. I don't know if I want to get into it or read it. There must have been some joy also somewhere along the line. Did that also come through? The biggest joy came after the book was printed, and um, a lady at the church was the first one I was aware of that had read it because I had told a few people that I had um, that it was out. And she is a mental health counselor. Mm. And she came up to me and said, I just finished your book. And she said, it was so amazing. It really touched me. You have a message that people need to hear. And she just really affirmed. And that was the first time it brought me joy that what I had wanted to see happen was happening, because I didn't know. And that's the response I have gotten. Except one friend worked with my husband and she she could only read a short amount at a time because she knew him and so she read it once um it took her months to finish it and then she went back and read it just as a book but there again she said it was so powerful because she had gone through the loss of a husband to cancer and she said so going through the pain of both knowing your husband plus the pain i was going through with my husband's death she said it helped bring healing and that was that's what is bringing me joy is just seeing the positive response I'm getting. Two hundred and twenty pages. Uh, was there anything you left out that you wish you had added, or was there something that maybe is an addendum to your book? Yes, I thought I was done with my book, and I just didn't get it submitted. Something was holding me back, and I got a message from one of my granddaughters, and she said, "Nana, you asked me some time ago if I was willing to talk, and I wasn't, but I am now." So we spent over two hours talking about what it was like to be that little girl and what she went through. And after that, the other granddaughter also talked to me. And it is their story of their walk and how they knew that they were not abandoned, that Jesus was with them, that they were loved. And they are beautiful young women now who are strong in their faith, and they are starting to tell their story. And this is one of those things to me is just that God's answer to that he would use it for good. One is a teacher and one works with with kids, and um, they will make a difference as they are able to share their walk. Wow, that's beautiful. 220 pages. The title again is Along Came Hell, or So I Thought. And the Mm -hmm. author, Lois 
Young has joined me today and shared a very difficult personal journey and a family's personal journey, but, but... The bottom line of the end of the story, if there is an end to the story, is that there's a positive future because of her faith. Thank you, Lois, for sharing this. Where do we get copies of your book? You can um, get it from Amazon, uh, Barnes & Nobles, or the Ex Libris uh, website, the bookstore. And they could do a search it's under your name, too, Lois Young, yes. L-O-I-S, Young, Y-O-N. Y-O-U-N-G, no E on the end, or the title, Along Came Hell, or so I thought. Those are two uh, very powerful words and powerful phrases that uh, people should be able to grasp a hold of, whether they've had this specific incident in their family or their life. It certainly is relatable on many levels. Lois, thank you for sharing your story and having the courage to, to share a very painful time in your life, but also one that has a positive uh, future. Thanks again. You're welcome, and thank you for the interview. My pleasure for Ex Libris On Air. This is Jay Douglas Barker.